Even though this is our third pregnancy, it's our first gender surprise. I just know it's a boy. <laughs> then explain my weird pregnancy cravings. Boy or girl, we just want the baby to be healthy. We've spent months researching the best place to deliver our daughter. Son. So, the one thing we're not keeping a surprise? It's, it's an, an Eastside baby. baby. With maternity and NICU experts, breastfeeding support, and more. Celebrate your baby's birthday at Eastside Medical Center. Visit itsaneastsidebaby.com to learn more. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center, providing quality care to Gwinnett County and the greater Atlanta area for over 38 years. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Mike Salmon alongside Stephen Julian. And Stephen, you were shaking your head. Is the award-winning okay? Mike Salmon. Oh, is that why you're upset with me? You you had me be a guest on another show to talk about the award that you won on behalf of Business Radio we X. We won. Okay, we won. Business Radio X won. Yes. The Gwinnett Chamber Small Business Award. So you award. are the award, we are the award-winning show, and you are the award-winning host. I, I'm sorry, I... It's okay. The faux pas there forgot to bring up the fact so that let we me, are award winning. So let me uh, tell everybody why we're award winning because we have award winning sponsors. Uh, the show does come to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio. Love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Get big savings and enjoy their hassle free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today or come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, then you can follow Subaru of Gwinnett's Facebook page for the latest Subaru offers, news, and community events. All right, Steve, we're going to have a fun show today. I just I just know it. Joining us here is uh, Barton Good. He is with uh, Kenneth, Kenneth S. Nugent, PC, Ooh. and Dr. Michael Miller with the uh, Duluth Animal Hospital. Ah. And we are, Sorry, oh, I, just, I couldn't okay. resist. It's going to be a great show. We're going to start with uh, Barton. Barton, good morning, and welcome to the program. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Barton Good is an attorney and uh, or lawyer, which, whichever term you prefer, with the, the law offices of Kenneth S. Nugent, PC. Talk about uh, the law firm and what you guys do there. Yeah, I mean, we are one of the, uh, the biggest personal injury firms in the state of Georgia. We've got offices all over Duluth, Atlanta, Valdosta, Albany, Savannah, Augusta, Macon, you name it. Uh, all, the big, all the big cities in Atlanta or in Georgia, sorry, we're there. Um, and, and we basically, if, if you've been hurt uh, in any kind of way, if you've been in a car wreck, if you have a slip and fall, uh, any kind of negligence where, you know, you need uh, a lawyer to help you out and, you know, tell you your rights and get your recovery, that's what we do. Now, anyone who's been in Georgia for any length of time has probably heard the name Ken Nugent. Um, but you've got a little bit of an interesting backstory because you didn't just come to him right after law school. Talk a little bit about your background and, and kind of working with Ken and and I'll even say kind of growing up with him and now working with him. That's right. That's right. Ken, uh, Ken's been, you know, essentially my, my father since I was about three, four years old. That's when he and my mother got married. We moved to Atlanta. And, you know, it's funny uh, from the personal side of it. Everybody knows one call. That's all. Uh, that's, you know, when they say they know Ken, they know the slogan one call. That's all. And growing up that was actually what we would bring to show and tell in school. We would bring his commercials. So he started off, <laughs> he started off with like hard work and fast action. And we had uh, cars dropping in the background while he's in a junkyard. And we just thought those were so cool. So we'd bring him to show and tell. And, and every year we'd show a new commercial in our elementary school classes. Um, you were like the son of a celebrity. <laughs> I mean, essentially, you know, 
and and then you know it was just great kind of seeing that aspect of it we just him as a family man um you know teaching that he always we never really saw the business side of it because he always made time for us outside of that taking us to ball games you know all the things that that kind of a, a father's supposed to do and then you know and always of course pushing us to be his retirement plan and, and get him in the law get us in the law firm right so then going and working with him um you know a lot it's a lot of the same values he employs a lot of our family. Um, my sister is a lawyer. My brother-in-law, two, both of my brother-in-laws are lawyers. My other sister works uh, in the exec. My aunt is marketing. My uncle is IT. And the greatest thing is it's not just our family. Other lawyers in our firm who've been in the firm for a long time, their kids have now come to work for our firm as lawyers as well. So it's, it's really great. Um, and, you know, you got a nice family atmosphere. Uh, you know, and the best thing is, is seeing the way that he grew the business and his drive to constantly learn and um you know and and really we didn't really know what was going on behind the scenes but there was a lot that he put into it that's wonderful it's almost as if growing up you had no choice but to become an attorney yeah (laughs) oh yeah well i was a i was a history major in college and ken called that (laughs) pre-unemployment (laughs) <laughs> Love it. Well, for those that may have not have, are not familiar with the advertising campaign. One call, that's all. <laughs> and then you guys, of course, with the internet and all that, you now do the one click, that's it. So great job marketing. you got to give the, the firm credit for that. Um, talk about you know the firm. It's been a staple in the Georgia area for 30 years. What have been the, the keys to the success, in addition to the great marketing that has been done over the years? Honestly, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. When, when Ken came out uh in the 80s um and and started his own firm really he hit the that was when the marketing lawyer was starting to come about you know before that it kind of had a bad perception in the legal community so he comes out and he finds a way to project the message to the masses that hey you've got when you get hurt you have rights and that wasn't something that was really done so a lot of people would get you know in these car wrecks or were getting some kind of trouble and they didn't know exactly who to call and you know oftentimes the insurance company would get to him first and and talk to him before anything could be done and you know ken said first he started off on the back of the phone books and he was in every phone book all across georgia and as business grew you know he was just always ahead of the media curve and so that was the biggest part of him growing this business was he was disrupting the industry with with how he advertised hey, you have rights and we can help you. So you talk a little bit about the history, and like you said, over 30-year history in the state of Georgia and now offices all around the state of Georgia. So let me ask you kind of about the future, uh, and let me ask a little bit of a, of a harder question. We've talked about the success. What do you see uh, as, as kind of the, the, the second generation, literally the second generation? What do you see as some of the challenges uh, that you guys face, both as a firm but then also just kind of challenges. Feel free to, to mention any challenges you see in the legal profession. Absolutely. Well, just with the firm and you talk about the industry, being being a disruptor in the industry and growing it the way that he did and being a leader for all those years, of course, that leads to imitation, right? You have success. People want to imitate it. And, and you know what? It's great for what we do because the idea is help as many people as possible. Help the victims, help the people that need. And if we can expand that industry and get people that help, that's great. But it also leads to a saturated market. So, you know, one of the big challenges is how do we stay relevant in that market? While at the same time, you know, you have uh, you have to look towards the future, too, and, and not just competing in this market. But how do you expand into into new markets or how do you how do you 
even change the way that the you know that the business is done whether that's with you know technology or, or competing against technology um, how do you stay relevant how do you expand the business how do you make it more efficient uh, you know so that you can keep up with the times and stay ahead of the curve we're talking with attorney Barton Good he's with uh, Kenneth S Nugent PC and Sometimes, what, what do you get the calls of people that oh they've been in an accident oh my back hurts I know what I'm going to do I'm going to sue the insurance company for a million dollars I'm going to call the law firm how do you weed through the the, the legitimate claims and the ones that are not legitimate right uh, you know I it, it's it's funny because legitimate is that that perception uh, is is one of those things that people think well you know you get hurt and you know you're in a minor car wreck and you can't be hurt right and that's and that can be true some people can flip over six times in a truck and walk out unscathed and go shoot i you know i've i've been there and and been in that that kind of serious wreck and there was no problems with me versus a, you know someone you have a 60 year old get into a minor fender bender that we would call it and you know all of a sudden their back goes goes out of control and the fact of it is what we have to do is we have to look at all of the factors what does their medical history look like? What is, you know, do they have a pre-existing condition that, you know, would allow them to be injured easier? And you sit down and you talk to them and, and you get a general feel for this. I, I genuinely believe that most people are, are not out there to game the system. Um, and, and, you know, you have to have this, this trust level with people that come to you and say, I need help. And at the end of the day, you have to do your best job as a lawyer and, and you tell them, well, look, there are challenges that you will face uh, from the other side because there's always another side of the story. And here's, as, a lawyer, as your lawyer, here's what I can do for you. Here's how we can, here's what the evidence shows on our side. Here's what it shows on the other side. And you just help the client make the most informed decision possible. That's what lawyers are there to do. You, uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier, you mentioned a little bit about technology and, and kind of some of the challenges of, of efficiency and, and being able to deliver a top quality product with with a growing firm, um, how do you envision uh, Kenneth S. Nugent PC kind of adapting uh, to the issue of technology and, and moving forward? Sure. What's crazy is that we're now aware of, you know, for example, insurance companies um, leveraging artificial intelligence to try and maximize the business interest where, you know, they are, you know, they're trying to reduce the amount that they pay on claims as much as possible, which makes sense, right? They, they run a business, they're trying to, they're trying to help their bottom line, and they're trying to do what they think is best for their business. Well, at the same time, I mean, competition is good. Competition fosters a better society. What we're trying to do is leverage that technology, you know, leverage similar technology and, and work towards getting some technology that maximizes the client process. So ways that we are trying to adapt are leveraging technology to create a better customer experience because that's what we've been about this whole time. That's what made Ken so successful is that he took a, a great business, uh, disrupted an industry, but matched it with a great business model of effective and efficient customer service where the client was always happy, right? And you're doing the best for the client. So if we can incorporate technology, one, to uh, to evaluate and maximize the recovery for our clients while also maximizing our clients' interest and also making the job better for our employees. I mean, that's the trifecta. And I think that's what most industries want to do. And the legal profession, unfortunately, even though it's one of the oldest industries, 
it's one of the last to adapt in that way. So we want to stay ahead of the curve by incorporating that into our business model. Mike, did Barton uh, just admit as an attorney that there's going to be an AI lawyer coming down the pipe from <laughs> KNS New Japan? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Utilizing technology is a fantastic thing, even if at times we might not understand everything that that entails today or what's going to happen in the future. Um, one of the things I've got to ask is, is growing up uh, in the same household, with Ken Nugent, you know, being your father uh, figure and, and, and leading the house as well as leading the firm and now being part of it in the firm, you got to have some good stories. <laughs> Is there at least one that you can share with us on the air? Gosh, and and if I could come up with a great word that rhymed with story, I would, but I can't. So, you, you know, um, I, I'm not sure there are there are too many that I can tell you that <laughs> I can also keep my job. Yeah, and, that's true. And, and that's, that's true. a high standard. You know, he's just uh, the the best thing that I could tell you. And, and I wish I could think of some funny ones right now, but I got to go from the heart on this. He employs, you know, so many of us because and and I say that us like family, families of other families, um, you know, we've had employees that have been with us 20 and 30 years, and it was remarkable how long, how many of those employees that we have, because he just cares so much. Um, and, and, and you're in an industry that has pretty high turnover because of the pressures and the demands and, and people jumping from firm to firm. And obviously employing members of his own family is one aspect, but then as he brought in team members, it's, it's, it's a family run business. That's a very large family run business with multiple families. That, that, that's probably the biggest stories is people that stay there for years and years and their kids end up working there because, because of what, what kind of team he's built. Absolutely. It's, it's a principle and purpose-based business and purpose-driven business. Mm. It's, it all stems from the top with the values that he brings to everything. And you see that. I mean, that you, you see the effects of that. You don't have businesses that last that long and people that enjoy to stay there and the clients that keep coming back unless it's there. And, and the greatest thing is that he, it's, not, um, it's not ego-driven. It's not about him. He really wants to create an environment that creates opportunities for you to thrive because he understands that the better he makes everybody around him and the more he can lift up the community and, and the office, the better it's going to be for the client, first and foremost, and, and for, the, for the business. I'm, I'm happy that the leadership structure of Ken Nugent's firm and Ken himself, when he listens to this interview, he'll know that Barton did not give up the goods about the secret Nerf war battles that they would have with all the Nerf guns that everybody has in their office and they shut off all the lights and everybody that's how they let off steam that's what I that's what he told us off air but oh, okay. I'm glad he didn't say that off okay air. I was gonna say you, you, you've done some recon here you, you know what you're talking about Steven. totally kidding totally kidding not true right I can't believe you didn't object to that so <laughs> let me ask you a business question on a more of a serious note is is if somebody does feel like they're injured or would like to have a conversation with you or any of the other attorneys there at the firm is there is there a consultation fee how does that work how do they begin the process no there's you you call us 1-800-CALL-KEN um you know 404-885-1983 i think it's been the same since for, uh for a long time um you can go on attorneykennugent.com and you can speak to us immediately i mean you call in we've got someone that will that will evaluate your case talk to you if you need to talk to an attorney we're always available um and and then as well you know we send somebody out to to meet with you 
you know, get down your information, get get the pictures that we need, anything like that, and and walk you through the whole process. And there's there's no fee unless you unless you win, unless we get a settlement for you and you sign on the dotted line and say you've you've done right by me and I agree to it. Uh, we're not getting paid, so we work hard to make sure throughout the entire process that that we're moving you in the right direction and maximizing your interest. And how many how many attorneys just kind of in the metro area or at your office that you're at here in Duluth? How how many attorneys are are available? through the through the firm oh yeah we've got maybe 40 plus attorneys now most of them are in Duluth I'd say uh, probably 25 to 30 are in Duluth and then we have one or two in each of the outside offices and the cool part of this interview is if you don't necessarily get in front of Ken you're going to get in front of somebody who's got a very great relationship if not a family member of Ken so (laughs) it's a family-run attorney business that's great stuff. And you mentioned the phone number has been around forever, probably since it was on the back of the phone books. I remember that. Our, our kids are probably going, what's a phone book? <laughs> uh, but for those that would like to find out more now, and that we'll talk about a website they're familiar with. Uh, you got a website that people can check you out as well? Yep, www.attorneykennugent.com. Uh, you can go into Google and type in Ken Nugent, and it'll pop up for you. And Nugent is N-U-G-E-N-T. Attorney Barton Good with Ken Nugent, PC. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Mike, before we get to our... Oh, that's all. Oh, man, I talked right over it. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Ken. All right. Sorry, Ken. I apologize. Don't sue me. Um, So uh, we found out that when when an accident happens, you need good legal representation. uh, And I can't think of a better thing than to call 1-800-CALL-KEN. You also need to be cared for. Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center, quality care close to home. Eastside Medical Center has been a community health care leader for over 39 years. Nationally recognized for patient safety, Eastside focuses on delivering quality care with exceptional outcomes by using the most advanced technology and experienced physicians. For more information on Eastside's system of care, visit eastsidemedical.com. And remember, you too can learn about stereotactical. Oh, you're going we back to our yes. show. Oh, yeah, man, we go a, listen to that We had show. a neurosurgeon on yesterday's program from Eastside Medical Center, and you learned your brand new word. Stereotactical. And you said you were going to get it into every conversation, so congratulations. Uh, I got it in today. All right, check now, that box. Now, if we decide to have a, a dog or a cat or a mascot here at Business Radio X, then we would get that cared for by Duluth Animal Hospital and Dr. Michael Miller. And Dr. Miller is with us. And uh, Good morning, and welcome to the program. Good morning, and thank you so much for having me. Great to have you. Duluth Animal Hospital, you're located on Beaufort Highway, right down the road from our studio here. Tell us all about your practice. Well, we're the uh, first veterinary hospital in Duluth. We got there about 1974. Man, we got uh, some groundbreakers here between so, our guests today. Yeah, we're, we're uh, Dr. Dickinson uh, was the gentleman that first opened the practice, and he... Uh, he, he, he had a vision. He lived right next to the practice, and he grew it from there. Um, it was before Gwinnett Place Mall, before uh, I-85, you know, was, you know, quite the highway that it is today. Yeah. A lot, lot, of, lot, lot of upheaval. But the nice thing is, is we're right down the street from the high school. Bob put all his kids through Duluth High School. He knew the community. He's been here. And I came out to, vi- I came out to check out Georgia in 1994, and I've been here since then. Um, and I'm very, very impressed. I, I'm, I'm a West Coaster. I came from UC Davis and out in California, but did an internship in the South. Mm-hmm. Met my wife, who was going through school at NC State. Southern girls. She's a poultry veterinarian. So she does commercial poultry. And our kids have grown up in kind of an unusual double vet house. And we have 
pretty unusual dinner table conversations, and they're ready to talk about just about anything. Nothing kind of turns their tummy. <laughs> Steve, no, t- please do not ask him to ask his wife which came first. No, I'm not. The chicken or the egg. Wow, that's a great question. I can't believe we're not asking. Is that. there an answer for that, by the way? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, they have a com- a board that you can be board certified in poultry specialty. And I always tell her the questions on the border: which came first? Why did he cross the road? And what are the eleven <laughs> herbs and spices? So, I mean, I, I've got you. The chicken questions are right there. Uh, she always says the chicken came first because you got to lay the egg. But that's that's her comment. Okay. There are other people on the board who would say differently. Well, you would need a lawyer to you know, <laughs> litigate that particular piece because there's evidence on both sides. We, we know All a good right. one if you need yeah, one, by we'll, the way. We, maybe we'll do that off air or that will be the bonus, you know, uncut episode behind the behind the table. Behind know, the scenes. Right? Yeah, yeah, behind the scenes. All right. So uh, apart from uh, uh, the fact that Duluth Animal Hospital is uh, the the first one to be in Duluth, uh, there's got to be some other things that sets Duluth Animal Hospital apart. What are, what are those things? Uh, well, I'll try to start at the beginning. Bob uh, started winning Best of Gwinnett Awards uh, starting in the early 2000s. And it's one of those awards from Gwinnett Magazine where they have your customers log in and volunteer to give you a thumbs up. And we've gotten one every year for about the last 16 or 17 years. So there, 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 there's a wall full of plaques inside. And I love that because it's a kind of an affirmation to our team, okay? It's, we, we have five veterinarians that work, including myself, and about 30 people that work within the hospital. And we just did open up another building on the same campus and a dog park. So we've kind of got a unified uh, uh, offering at, at, the, at the corner there on Buford Highway. But uh, the, the neat thing about it is, is it, it lets the team know that it really does matter, that your service, your work, you know, how, how hard you're trying and how much people appreciate you. So it, it's, it's one of the things that makes me uh, very proud of my team. Uh, we asked, we've asked that question of a lot of different businesses, what sets you apart. That's one of the coolest answers to give is, oh, we won best of. Not once. We've actually about heard about the, times the Wall of Honor because our producer and director of sales and marketing and all-around good lady, uh, Amanda Pierch, uh, is one of your customers. Reagan, her dog, has been going there for years, and uh, I understand. Well, not years, okay, but I understand. That's right, because you just moved up here a year and a half ago. But, yeah, I was about to say, I understand that uh, you guys saved Reagan's life. So, so talk about, and we won't go there now because then we'll pull out the tissues and start crying and everything, but, but you are a full-service vet. You, I mean, talk about all the services that you do offer. Well, the beautiful thing about being a veterinarian is you're licensed to work on all the animals, everything from a whale to an insect, okay? Now you haven't had a lot of whales come through the door, though. Very few, well... Uh, and you were worried about the chicken and egg question, and that's what you came up with? Now I want to know about the whales. All right, all right sorry, well, go ahead. I saved the whales. Um, uh, so so the, the neat thing is is that you get not only do you get to work on a lot of different species with a whole lot of different designs or physiology, you know, medical considerations, you get to do all the specialties. So it's one of those kind of renaissance, jack-of-all-trade kind of things, and you can go as deeply into each of the things as you want. So every veterinarian can be a dermatologist, you know, as it, it handle the dermatology cases, you can see eyes and work with eyes, and you do. You do a lot of dentistry. You get to do gastroenterology, neurology, like you mentioned, and stereotactic, 
with you. Very good. Cardiology. I mean, all of these animals have problems in all the systems. So you get to work on all those. So it absolutely keeps you hopping. One of the things I really, really, really respect about veterinarians, I think I had enough reallys in there, is that the fact that unlike uh, maybe a, another physician or doctor, that works on humans i mean you the, the the animals can't communicate with you they can't tell you what's hurting they can't tell you where the pain is that makes your job so much cha- you know so so challenging you know there there there's a portion to that but anybody who's had kids or watched a good legal show um there's ways of answer asking a question now there's asking a question to get the answer that you want and then there's asking a question to let people talk and be able to describe. So the way to get get down to it, it's a little bit like a pediatrician. You have to talk to the parents and you get to hear what the history is, what really went on behind the scenes. What else going on at home? Cuz a lot of the environmental questions actually help you build up. How did the symptoms start? When did you first start seeing it? Under what circumstances does it occur? Is it getting better or worse? What have you tried to do about it? You know, there's a lot of different things that helps you hone in. And then the animals actually do communicate in a way. It's not words, but they can show you what hurts, what doesn't hurt, uh, what I'm afraid of. Um, inflammation on their body shows up in spots. There's ways of palpating or feeling a dog or cat. I, we do mostly dogs and cats um, that uh, will allow you to, you know, hone in on different things. And the neat thing is, is that there are many, many incredibly wonderful veterinarians that have come before you that have written up about syndromes, different you know, series of cases that they've had that helps you hone in. So it's not the first rodeo. So the more that you read, the more experienced you become, the better you get at feeling, looking, delving down for answers, the easier that gets to kind of help you come up with a good answer. Uh, we, I love the answer of, as a veterinarian, you can kind of do anything with any animal that comes through the door, even whales in Mike's case. Um, but you also mentioned this new building, and you also mentioned the dog park, which kind of raised a couple questions. I'm, I'm assuming, uh, and actually I know because I looked on your website, you guys offer grooming service or grooming and uh, board. So people going out of town, place to leave their pet. Um, that extra building's got to give you guys some extra space. And talk about the dog park as part of that process. Absolutely. So I listened to my wife and my beautiful wife. When we bought the practice from Dr. Dickinson, it had an old building on it that used to be the practice. He he, uh, remodeled it a couple of different times. But a hundred years ago, that was kind of a uh, train signal station for Norfolk Southern. And it had some connection to Duluth, Minnesota. And I believe that there is some reason why we're called Duluth and they're called Duluth, and it has to do with that train line. The building has parts of it that are over 100 years old, and it was falling apart. And she said, you know, either we tear that thing down because it had problems, or let's make it into a kind of a cute train station-themed boarding facility that, you know, people can leave their pets. And how about on that big you know, grassy area in between, we'll build a dog park where the dogs can go and play during the day and then stay overnight. So that's what it was. It was pretty much her idea, but I had a lot of brilliant people at work with lots of ways to make it cute, more effective, easier to clean, you know, those kind of things. So yeah, so there's more capacity around us around the same time. They're building a lot of apartments and townhomes and places that don't have yards and Duluth is is growing, expanding, and has a really neat 
uh, vision of the future? Well, they, they want parks downtown where people can walk their animals, come and play, stay and play. And this kind of feeds into that. This is a place where you can go and get grooming so you can look good, you can feel good, come to the hospital, we'll help you to feel good. You can come and play in the park. Uh, the whole stay, play, kind of dog daycare industry was different to me. That's not what I learned in school. And I brought in people that knew a lot about it. And there's an interview process. You bring your, your dog. It's just for dogs. We don't have cats that play in the park, unfortunately. But you bring your dog, and they figure out what group he would work well in. Is he an older dog that's on medications? Does he have arthritis? Is he young and playful and wants to chase a ball? Does, is he a little shy and doesn't get along with everybody? And we've got three different sections where the dogs can get together with their friends. And today in the park is Thanksgiving Day for the dogs. So they're actually, there's little themed parties there. <laughs> so they are having cranberry and turkey treats, and there are Thanksgiving pictures, and they are playing, I'm not sure what the Thanksgiving games are, but they are doing that in the park today. All right. So, As the most frugal podcast co-host in the history of the world, uh, I have to ask, the dog park is open to the public separate of the vet services, or the dog park is part of the grooming and boarding we utilize it most of the time. Okay. So it, it, it's, it has artificial turf that needs special cleaning. Right. So anytime a dog has you know, a little elimination issue, we get over and clean that right away, and then we have kind of a, a An elimination cleaning. issue? Well, that would I be... Like, I'm going to use that. I like that. At my, home. My excuse, dog me, a, excuse me, sweetie. I have an elimination issue. My, my dog has a lot of elimination issues on our carpet in our house right now <laughs> that we're going through. That's supposed to smell better over the radio. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, but anyway, uh, so, so the point of that would be most of the time the park is being used by okay. dogs in each place. But uh, weekends, there's times when it can be. But okay. mo mostly we're, we're using it for, for things with okay. either the hospital right. or with, with, the, with the dog depot. All right. Got it. Yeah. Give your business to Duluth Animal Hospital. There you go. Use the dog park as much as you'd let like. Let them, yeah. For those that would like to find out more about your services, Dr. Miller, where can they go to get that information? And go ahead again and give us your exact location as well. All right. The address of the hospital and the, dog, the, the Duluth Dog Depot is right there on the same piece of property is 2965 Buford Highway. It's on the corner of Buford Highway and Brock Road. So if you've ever driven to Duluth High School, you go right past it to get to the high school. Uh, that website is DuluthAnimalHospital.com, and the phone number is 770-476-3317. Great. Well, Dr. Miller, Michael Miller, the uh, owner and the hospital director of Duluth Animal Hospital, thank you for joining us. Uh, great work. Keep up the great work and continued success. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Great, absolutely. Before we go, Stephen, I do want to mention that our friends here, we are here in the uh, beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, and Sonesta's having a culinary career fair. For those Ooh. that would like to maybe look for a career in the uh, culinary arts, it's this Friday, so if you're listening to us live or listening to us before November 22nd, that's good. If it's after this date, well, you've missed it, but there might still be opportunities. But it's Friday, November 22nd, from 9 o'clock in the morning until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a culinary career career fear fair thank you fair and what they would have fear of is me showing up to yes. test that's what they would have fear of yeah but so if you're a, a, a sous Get your chef on. yeah i know because this is really dark here if you you're sure you don't want me to read a it? sous chef a, a catering sales manager culinary super they're looking for all these folks a culinary supervisor an art bar server a dining room server 
Um, a hostess uh, for the restaurant as well. No taste if, testers. Huh? If you have any, no, well, you could be a taste tester, I guess, tomorrow if you want to come yeah, by. Yeah. But uh, if you'd like a career, and, and I'll tell you, the Sinesta family are great folks to work with. Uh, they're part of our family here at Business Radio X. Check it out. Culinary Career Fair here at the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, Friday, November 22nd, 9 o'clock until 1 o'clock. So you and I should show up at that Culinary Career Fair and ask everybody which came first, the chicken or the egg. Right. Right. And maybe go, oh, what's going on? And, oh, you got food in there? Yeah. Oh. oh, can we? Oh, you need anybody to tell you how well yes. you do on your food? Hey, a reminder, thank you for listening to the program. You can listen anytime. Go to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and click on Gwinnett Business Radio, and you can catch this podcast 24-7 or any of our other six and a half years worth of podcasts for the show. And like us on Facebook at Gwinnett Radio X. And LinkedIn and Twitter, just follow us on all the social media places. Yeah, why Why would you not follow us? Again, I don't know. Which came first, Facebook, Twitter? I'm sorry. I'm, I've now got this philosophical thing rolling around. Our right thanks now. to our guest, Michael Miller with Duluth Animal Hospital and Barton Good with Kenneth S. Nugent, PC. For Steve and I, Mike, the chicken came first. No, wait, the egg came first because you had to, the so, chicken had to be born. I, I believe in a God, and uh, I believe in the creation story to some extent, so I believe the chicken came first. That's All right, That's we'll, we'll end on that. Well, what do I know? Thanks to our producer, Amanda. We'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio. Honey, I sure am hungry. There's nothing to eat. I don't feel like ordering takeout. Me too. I wish we were on the macronutrient meal plan by Chef Jarvis that I told you about. Right now, we could be enjoying Chef's five-star quality, healthy, and delicious meals. They would have been delivered right to our doorstep. Well, let's go to his website and sign up now. What was his website? It's chefjarvis.com. C-H-E-F-J-A-R-V-I-S.com. I'm on the site. Wow, look at this. He says we can eat like royalty every day without lifting a finger, and all of his ingredients are antibiotic, hormone and GMO free. Everything is completely gluten and sugar free. His plan options are a monthly subscription service. So when we register, we'll get food for the entire month. No commitments, no contracts. This is awesome. See, honey, I told you we'll save a ton of money and time on grocery shopping and cooking. With the two of us, we get a multi-person discount. That was quick. Our first delivery will be here tomorrow. I can't wait.